We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good evening and welcome to the Hoosier Huddle Podcast. I'm Sammy Jacobs. Along with me is our draft expert, Daniel Moglione from All Media NY. It's finally good to be back talking NFL drafted. Dan, it's been a while. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's, uh, what are we, a week away from uh, the first round? Pretty excited and pumped to see what's going to happen in the uh, 2021 NFL draft. Yeah, Dan and I are both Jets fans. Uh, and we are. Number two pick. Uh, we'll, we're excited to see what, what they'll do and, and how they'll mess this up. But Dan's feeling pretty optimistic as a Mets fan. The hated Yankees are sitting in last place. Our Knicks basketball is fun again in New York City. Uh, and uh, hang the course, banner, hang that banner. Speaking of banners, Tom Crean got, uh, got destroyed by the Georgia media, uh, the other day. If, uh, IU fans, uh, if you're feeling good about Mike Woodson, go read that or- article on, on Tom Crean. Um, another anyway, Knicks connection right there. Coach Woody. Yeah. He was at the game last night, dapping up all the players. Uh, good to see, especially if you're an IU basketball fan and all these national media guys say he, he doesn't connect well. Uh, with people, but man, uh, with the oh, those people. guys were hugging him. Um, Julius Randall, how long has he coached Julius Randall? Yeah, signed the jersey for him. So yeah, those guys were really into. They were pumped to have him in in the house. Yeah, and he stayed the whole game, which is good to see. Uh, you know, it, it's you know a lot of times when they roll out these former coaches and and things like that, you see, you know, it's hey, come for the first quarter, but hey, the Knicks are back, uh, just like Texas football. Um, all right, so we've got NFL draft talk, but first we have some uh, words from our sponsors over at Bet Online. Uh, the NBA is rolling, NHL is rolling, baseball's back, uh, and Bet Online has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, Bet Online has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup, Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place. Uh, to be for all your sports betting needs. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all of your favorite sports bets all the time. Uh, head over, uh, head to our, uh, head to the website and use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. Also, a new sponsor, Locker Room, as well. Uh, they have live audio only sports talk platform free to download and use uh, talk to uh, talk to me, other fans, athletes and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post game bra- uh, breakdowns and reacting to breaking news. You can share. Um, I haven't used the app yet, but this is something that seems especially with COVID still around, Dan. It sounds like a, a great way uh, to get with friends and, and watch games. I know I, you know, people in New York. Uh, we could watch the Knicks in the playoffs together with this uh, as well. Locker room sure. is free. 
it's a free app. It's social media platform for sports fans. And you could head over there um, as well. Look it up on the iOS app store. So then let's get into the NFL draft. Uh, it starts this week. Um, IU has a nice streak going. I believe it's seven years in a row they've had a player drafted. That streak should continue. Who is the best Indiana draft prospect coming out this year? Oh, without a doubt, it's uh, safety Jamar Johnson. He, he is the uh, definitely the top guy there. I would say he's the one guy that's a lock to get drafted and, and to continue that streak, um, even though he's only really been a one-year starter. While he's only been a one-year starter, he's been on the field um, a lot throughout his career. Um, really, I think what stands out with him is his versatility and the way he was showcased in Tom Allen's defense, you know, He's listed as a free safety, but he played that Husky position in the Indiana defense. And more importantly, he's shown the versatility to be able to slide over to slot corner and, and play a little man-to-man -man coverage. I'm pretty sure he came, if I remember, you would know this better than me, I'm pretty sure he came out as a corner, right, out of high school. He was recruited as a corner. And, yep. you know, those cover skills are so important in today's NFL, that versatility for that safety, because now you're talking about a, a guy – who doesn't have to leave the field. You know what I mean? As, as these, as these offenses are becoming more versatile and going to, you know, two tight ends and they're looking at hybrid players, defenses have to counter with their version of a hybrid player and a guy who can play in the box, play deep safety. And he shows the range there and then can also slide inside and play man-to-man -man coverage as a, as a slot. Yeah, he he came to IU as as a as a cornerback. It's kind of what Tom Allen is trying to do. Is you're talking about versatility. He grew into that safety position, but he had all the skills as a cornerback as well. Uh, he led the team with four interceptions this year. He had the big interception uh, against uh, Tennessee in the bowl game that should have sealed it. Uh, had IU uh, executed down down the stretch in that game. Um, you know, he had big games all year, and you could tell the difference when, when he was out of the game. He got tossed from that Michigan game for, you know, giving a, a blowback. I know you're a Michigan guy, Dan. Uh, and yeah, that, I, I think that's the one concern with him is the is the kind of the discipline in, in many kind of ways, right? He did have that little uh, run-in off the field um, earlier in his career, so it's not a huge flag, but definitely the ejection in the game and then sometimes he can be a little too aggressive uh trying to make those picks trying to make those big plays so i think that's where he kind of needs to get better if he wants to be a, a, you know an upper caliber safety in the nfl yeah and, and he's gotten better throughout his career at iu as well who else might get drafted i like jamar or jerome johnson he has uh coming off the defensive line too he's kind of been under the radar at, at defensive tackle for IU. He's always been, uh, you know, productive, but in that Tom Allen defense, he's supposed to be a space eater and he does that very, very well. Uh, and he's coming out. He was Indiana's probably their best defense alignment uh, this year. Where, where do you think Jerome Johnson, if, is he a, another day yeah. two pick or day three pick? Uh, I think he's a borderline guy, to be honest, you know, probably seventh round. He might be a priority free agent. Um, he projects in at the next level, you know, 
296 is big even in the Big Ten, but in the NFL, that's not really that that large. He's on the smallish end for an interior lineman when you're talking about NFL guys. So he, he, he to me, he projects kind of as a three technique, uh, probably a backup type player. Um, he's not overly explosive or overly athletic to kind of make up for that lack of, you know, gargantuan size. But I think he's got a chance to stick as, as a, you know, rotation type of guy. Probably what he needs to do more than anything else is just get stronger. You know, just get stronger so he can handle double teams and get more of a push. Uh, another defensive lineman is Javon Swan. He had a really good shuttle time uh, and quickness. He's a smallish guy, too. Do you see him being a fit? Somebody yep. taking a flyer on him as well? Um, I think he he's probably not likely to get drafted. I mean, um, obviously, once you talk about six, seventh round guys, I think the pool really expands. There's probably 30 to 40 guys who don't get drafted that could have gotten drafted if a certain thing happens. But, yeah, he's he's pretty undersized. He's got short arms. Um, you know, 291, again, like that sounds big to the average person, 6'2", 291. But when you're talking about NFL caliber defensive linemen, that just kind of falls short. And, and um, he doesn't necessarily have a lot of the measurables in terms of the quickness, you know, elite burst to kind of make up, make up for that. So I think he even more so than Jerome Johnson, I think he's more so even likely to end up as a priority free agent. But he's definitely a guy on the radar of NFL teams, and he will definitely be in a camp with a chance to make a squad. Probably a, a practice squad year one, I would guess. Switching over the offensive side of the ball, you have two pretty productive skill players in mm -hmm. Stevie Scott and Wap Fillier. Um, to me, I thought Stevie Scott, I, I thought he was going to declare just because of how much mileage he had on him in college. IU rode him down the stretch. He was their best player once Michael Penix went out uh, and most consistent player, but he had flaws. He didn't have the explosion, uh, those explosive plays uh, that you saw maybe uh, Jordan Howard had. Um, he definitely Correct. didn't have the explosion that Tevin Coleman had. Is Stevie Scott, can he sneak in to get drafted? Uh, he has a lot of miles on him, and he's, he's not a very efficient runner, but he's a tough runner. And he, I think he's got a shot. You know, he could sneak into the set. I think he's a guy who uh, a team in the NFL as a rotation back, as a third back. So see the, it's, it's funny, right? Because, like, you know, back in the day, you used to think of your second and third back as a smaller guy, the guy who catch passes. But now that's become more of the prototype. So Stevie could actually enroll as a second or third back in a rotation because he does have elite size. You know, he's really big. He's a physical runner. He's tough. Um, you'd like to think he's got some potential there as a blocker. He could be a short yardage guy. As you mentioned, he's definitely lacks the explosiveness. He's not really a big play guy. Um, while he's tough, you would like to see him break a few more tackles than he did uh, at, at Indiana. But it takes what the defense uh, gives him. He's not really going to create a lot on his own, whether it's running people elusive. But he, he's a pretty smart runner, um, and I think he could fill in a role as a short yardage type of guy, as a uh, between-the-tackles uh, type of guy for a team that, you know, has other – more in front of him. 
Wap Villier is a guy, he set the Outback Bowl record. I think he had 22 catches for 80 yards. Um, and it was a performance where he didn't, it wasn't very efficient. There were a lot of short throws, but we've seen what kind of game changer he could be when he's on his game. Um, he didn't run a great 40. I think it was four, five, seven, uh, and things like that. I thought he should have yeah. came back to college. Uh, but you know, good for him for, for pursuing his NFL dream. Where do you see him landing? Is he a guy who's another priority free agent? Uh, I, I think he's got a shot to get drafted too. He might be, he might end up having to go the priority free agent route, but I'd say after Jamar Johnson, you can make a case. He's the second most likely guy to get drafted. Um, yeah, you're right. His measurables are lacking. He's, he's not very, he's not very big. Um, he's only one, 180, 84 pounds, five foot, 10 inches. Um, so you kind of want to see more in terms of his 40 time, uh, in terms of his three cone time. Uh, but he, I, I think he plays faster than, than that 40 time. Um, he, he does show the ability to accelerate and get away from guys. Uh, he can make plays after the catch when he has the ball in his hands, he's, um, he's kind of tough, right? He's, he's, you've, you've watched him play for a few years. He's, he'll surprise you with his ability to break a tackle and, and not go down easily. I think other things that play into his favor is, um, you know, obviously he's got the production. He's got the potential to be a contributor on special teams. And then, you know, he's people from what you hear about him, he's got a great attitude teammates like him so if you're talking about a fringe guy at the end of the roster like that you know those little things go could go a long way in terms of making a team are you a presence are you a positive presence in the locker room are you the type of guy that's willing to do whatever it takes to make the team and do the dirty work I, I think WAP is that kind of guy and he could you know potentially eventually find a role as maybe like a fourth or fifth receiver in, in, a, in a rotation yeah, and, and what stood out to me about him, you know, I didn't love him at a, as a punt returner. I thought he took too many chances. But, yeah, you know, he was on the punt coverage team as a senior and running down, downing balls at the one-yard line, and that's the type of leader you want on your team. They also went, they went into Nebraska and beat Nebraska in 2019. Uh, he had 14 catches, and they were, they were targeting him and taking some cheap shots. Uh, now, he did get a personal foul. But it was, he just said, keep, keep giving me the ball. I don't care if I get hit and all that stuff. He's been pretty durable yeah. outside of a, a concussion against Penn State, which is a, a double targeting uh, that wasn't called because Big Ten refs are fantastic. Um, but it was, yeah, he's been durable. There's no, you know, structural issues with him. So he's, a, he's been a fun player to watch at IU. And then finally, Harry Kreider. Yep. Offensive lineman. He played center and guard at IU the last two years at center. He didn't have a great year at center. IU's offensive line was kind of slacking all year. There are a lot of missed snaps um, this year as well. Does he have a shot at landing someplace, uh, you know, either late in the draft or as an undrafted free agent? Yeah, for sure. I think he does. I think he's you, you, you picked out all the guys. Um, I think he helped himself with the move to center. I think, you know, his positive attributes, when you talk about um, his smarts, his awareness in terms of what the, the opposing defense is doing, um, his footwork, all that type of stuff, you know, leads itself to, to the center position. 
the the big question with him is can he can he get strong enough? Is he going to just get overmatched and overpowered when he pl- goes up against NFL caliber interior alignment? If not, he'll he'll have a chance to stick. He'll definitely have the opportunity to prove that though. And then finally, special teams. I, I don't think Hayden Whitehead's going to get drafted unless the Raiders do something that only <laughs> Raiders do. Uh, but yeah. he's a fantastic punter. He could punt with both legs. He did that last year. He could do rugby punts. He could do a, a two-step punt. Um, are, is there value in, in drafting a punter? Uh, or do you just wait for one of these guys to you know, fall into undrafted free agency? Yeah, I think that's what most teams do. I mean, I think I think if, when you talk about teams va- drafting a punter, right? There's there's two things could be in play. One, you could just have that guy that's like, wow, this guy is that good that he could be a difference maker. We might use even a third or fourth round pick, right? We've seen that not every year, but every once in a while that'll happen. And then you'll have also teams who like, hey, we got we got like twelve picks, right? Not all these guys are going to make the team. So if there's a punter we like, why not snag him? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's the Raiders. We'll draft them yeah. in the first round. Well, I, did, I believe did, right? They took And they took Shane Lecter, I think, uh, one year and in like the, the second or third round. And Sebastian they Janikowski. Janikowski, I think, in the first round. And yeah, yeah, they took a kicker in the first round, I think a punter in the second round. I thought you would have loved that draft. I would have. They must have run like four 240s because they love their speed, too. Um, too. Another word from our sponsors over at Bet Online, Dan, before we get into who might come out in, in 2023 and what those prospects look like. Again, the NBA is back. Conference races are heating up. Playoffs are coming up as well. Baseball is back, uh, and Bet Online has you covered. Uh, every sport, every game, every matchup, Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place to be for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with BetOnline. Another new uh, sponsor we have is Canon Sunglasses. It's getting sunny. Yes, it snowed in Indiana last week uh, or this week, and it threw everybody off. But Japanese optics make Canon's uh, Lenses clearer, lighter, stronger, uh, and better than other glasses. They're Italian-made frames, uh, and they only make polarized lenses. C- use code Canon. Uh, that's K-A-E-N-O-N. Cast fifteen and receive fifteen percent off your first pair of Canons. Uh, so, looking ahead, Dan, it, it, the twenty twenty-three draft. I use still young. They still have a lot of talent on this team. Uh, the first name that comes to mind is Tywin Mullen uh, leaving early. Who do you think mm-hmm. comes out of that 2023 draft class early and who might be the prospects that NFL scouts are looking at this season? I think, uh, yeah, Tywin Mullen is definitely um, near. Uh, he's at he's at the top of the list of the guys who might declare early and he's right there with the top prospects coming out of IU, um, one of the better cornerbacks in all of college football, a kid who just came on the scene, right, stepped onto the field from day one and just looked like he belonged. He's a Big Ten starter. He could play on. He could start for most teams around the country, and he's definitely somebody that scouts will be looking on 
for the upcoming season and, and could be a guy who, who could declare early. And if we're talking about guys, you know, who could declare early, I guess the other, the real wild card of all is, is Penix Jr. Right. And, and, you know, does he stay healthy? Does he, what kind of progress does he make? Um, as we can see, you know, Zach Wilson, right. Our team's going to take a number two. How many people even knew who Zach Wilson was a year ago? Right. So these quarterbacks, um, they, they come quick, you know, even uh, Joe Burrow, right? He, he was not a guy who was projected to go number one overall, even though people knew who he was. Baker Mayfield, huge household name, but also going into that year was not a guy who people were saying, oh, he's going to be a definite first-round pick. So these quarterbacks come – I'm not saying Pinnock's is going to be a potential number one overall pick, but he could be a guy that, you know, would ha will have a decision to make after next season, the physical tools are there. Um, obviously, we know what the issues are, right? Is 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 one, what's the most important ability? Availability. If you're not on the field, you're no good to any team. And then, you know, he's obviously he's got to be a little more consistent with his game, but he's got good size. He's got great feet. He can make plays with his legs and, and there's no, no one's going to question his arm strength by any means. Yeah, and one of the things that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Injury history has to play into it a little bit. Do you declare sure. early because you've had those injuries? Right. Or the team say, hey, we need to see it for another year. You know, Fogle, he was the Big Ten wide receiver of the year in 2020, had a huge year. He decided to come back. I think the knock on him was his separation speed and, and ability to get open. What does he need to do this year? Uh, to become a high, you know, first, second, maybe third round draft pick. Yeah, I think it's what you said. It's that separation is, is the key there because he's shown he's got, you know, phenomenal size, 6'2", I think 215 pounds. Uh, definitely looks, you, you know, when you see him on the field, he looks like an NFL wide receiver. It, it's the it's the separation. And can he get that done at the next level? He's flashy ability to get big plays definitely a high ceiling. And uh, as you said, you know, he's got the ceiling that he could be a day two or maybe even a late first round pick. All right, Dan, thanks for, for joining us today. Good luck with the Mets. Enjoy the Knicks while they're still fun. Uh, and hopefully our, our Jets make the right pick at number two, because I'm tired of them stinking. Uh, anyway, thanks for jumping Fingers on crossed. as always. Fingers crossed. They're going to take somebody out of like tumbleweed tech. I, I it's, <laughs> it's 30 years of just gut punches. Um, so anyway, thanks for joining us as always. And we'll, we'll keep in contact and, uh, we'll talk big 10 football as always. Thank you very much, Dan. Definitely. Anytime, Sammy. You're welcome. All right. That does it for today's uh, episode of the Hoosier Huddle podcast. Thank you to Dan Moglion for jumping on and talking NFL draft with us that is coming up this weekend. Uh, and we'll see uh, who gets picked. IU has a, a draft streak on the line. I, I think it, it continues. And, um, you know, best of luck to all the former Hoosier players uh, who we've interviewed uh, and talked to numerous times over the years. You can follow us on Twitter at Hoosier underscore huddle. Uh, and keep coming back to HoosierHuddle.com for all your latest Indiana football news. Thank you and have a great night. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. 